Earlier today in Lincoln, I had a funeral for a gentleman named Chuck. And as I was going through the funeral and praying the different prayers and realizing that this weekend was the feast of the baptism of the Lord, I couldn't help but be reminded of all of the baptismal symbolism that is contained within a funeral mass. Really, the funeral mass is a liturgy of hope because of baptism, that we gather in order to pray for that person who was baptized in Christ, to pray that as they were claimed as a son or daughter of God, that now that in death they will receive the promises that Christ has made to them. For those who are baptized, there is that promise of eternal life. And even later on in the funeral liturgy, in the prayers of the faithful, in the petitions, there is a petition about so-and-so ate the body of Christ. May he now be admitted to the table of God's children in the kingdom of heaven. And it's a reminder of another promise of Jesus revolving around the Eucharist that in John chapter 6, he said, whoever eats my body and drinks my blood will live forever. So our funeral liturgy, as we come together for prayer, is all about the hope of what baptism has promised. And the funeral mass begins with the sprinkling of the casket. In the waters of baptism, Chuck died with Christ. May he now come to share with him everlasting life. And so in the waters of baptism, the person has died, and then they have this spiritual rebirth. And the sprinkling of the casket is a reminder of what occurred on that day of baptism. Then secondly, after that, a white pall is placed on the casket, a white cloth. And this is a reminder that on the day of baptism, as an infant was brought to the church, they were clothed in that white garment. And so at the funeral mass, clothing that baptized person in the garment of the baptized. In the baptismal liturgy, we say, so-and-so, you have become a new creation in Christ. See in this white garment that you are wearing the outward sign of your Christian dignity. With the help of your family and friends, bring that garment unstained into the everlasting kingdom of heaven. And so with a person, a baptized person's life, completed on earth, well, we almost say those same words. Because through purification, through our prayers, through time and purgatory, one is brought to the kingdom of heaven with a garment unstained before the Lord. And then thirdly, as the casket is in the front of the church, there is the Easter candle. And during the baptismal rite, the godparents went up to the candle and took the baptismal candle, lit it from there, and said, Receive the light of Christ. Parents and godparents, this light is entrusted to you so that it may be kept burning brightly. This child now is a child of the light. And so all throughout our life, we want to keep that baptismal light always aflame to reignite it if we've noticed that it's gone out or if it's flickering 
but that we want that candle of our own baptism to always shine brightly so that we might be known as a child of the light. Well, today we remember and celebrate Christ's baptism. It's the gospel that we hear every year on this Sunday. And Jesus goes to the waters of the Jordan and there is baptized by John the Baptist. John the Baptist, the one who was born before Jesus, the one who went about ministry before him, the one who was the voice crying out in a desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight the paths. So John prepares the way for Jesus in his public ministry. And as John the Baptist then baptizes Jesus, it really is the beginning, it's the inauguration of the public ministry of Jesus. That after he is baptized, he's going to go into the desert, he's going to face temptation, he's going to go to that wedding in Cana and perform the first of his signs, he's going to go atop the mount and there proclaim his great sermon beginning in Matthew chapter 5. He'll go around different villages preaching and teaching about parables about the kingdom of heaven and healing the sick. His mission and ministry begins with his baptism in the River Jordan. And just as Jesus begins his mission, well, so too, when we were baptized, we were baptized for a mission as well. Jesus' mission was to teach about the kingdom of heaven and ultimately to die for our forgiveness. Our baptismal mission is to know him, to follow him, and to serve him all the days of our life, that by baptism we strive to become saints so that one day when we're rolled into the church and that funeral liturgy is celebrated, that we who have died with Christ in baptism may be reborn through death into new life in the kingdom of heaven.